Hello, hello, welcome to Griff Talks Football. And for anyone who's listening to this now that uh, and has already heard about the same material, um, before I go and explain what it is, um, I decided to give an update or at least recorrect an episode, if you will, um, over this episode that I'm doing in my episode two of my new series one take throughout the NFL season where I talk about one particular situation in one particular game or a situation that has happened in several games or vice versa and uh, I feel like I could not only improve but also explain better in a sense uh, for this uh, uh, material or for this topic that I'm going into for today's episode. Um, I'm still working on, which I'll release on Friday, about my episode three of One Take, where I talk about Matthew Stafford and his um, relationship with head coach of the Lions, Matt Patricia, and why he needs to work. Otherwise, Matthew Stafford, despite his contract, could get cut. This one, however, for today's episode of One Take, it was more spontaneous because I started to recognize a pattern that has happened for three straight weeks, all in the red zone against the Oakland Raiders when they're in cover two man. And just to, just to clarify what cover two man is, typically uh, cover two man means two safeties are deep covering middle of the field while everyone else except for the pass rushers, which typically are four down linemen, uh, everyone else is in man coverage. The corners are, you know, in on the outside receivers. You have a third or fourth quarter if it's time, uh, fourth corner if it's time lining up against um, a slot receiver or tight end or two slot receivers. Um, but in this case, the Raiders have consistently been in uh, nickel defense running cover two man in the red zone when they're defending and trying to not allow a team to score a touchdown. Um, however, it's happened three straight weeks against them. Three straight plays in the red zone. All, by, all run by three different teams. And it all started with the Green Bay Packers. And before I explain this play um, for the teams I've used it thus far against the Raiders, um, just recognize a, a saying or a phrase that you may have heard before. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I'm about to play this clip right here and give you, or at least kind of give you more details, or at least recognize. How I feel, this is very hilarious because this happened to Raiders on multiple occasions. And again, this is run by the Green Bay Packers with head coach Matt LaFleur, who's also the offensive play caller there uh, a couple weeks ago. So here we go. Going to stay up top on first down. Going to go to the end zone. Turning around. So, yes, if you just heard Tony Romo say running back, 
That was running back Aaron Jones for the Green Bay Packers. And Aaron Jones, despite not scoring a touchdown uh, last Sunday against, uh, or yesterday, or depending on when you hear this episode, against the Los Angeles Chargers, he still leads the league in NFL in total touchdowns by a single player, uh, not named a quarterback position, uh, with 13. Um, eight rushing touchdowns and five receiving touchdowns. And this play in particular, you can argue it goes straight back with uh, Kyle Shanahan, the offense coordinator of the Falcons, where he called this against the Seattle Seahawks uh, in the 2016 playoffs where the Falcons were on that fantastic run to the Super Bowl only to lose to the New England Patriots uh, by giving up 2,500 answer points in the fourth quarter, or at least in the second half, and then in the fourth quarter, um, and evidently the Patriots won that one, uh, Super Bowl 51. However, um, this play in particular, it's out of one back personnel or 11 personnel where you have three wide receivers, one tight end, one running back. And it's typically have, um, has run out of shotgun. And what it is, is you would have the running back next to the quarterback, whether it's the right or left on the same side with the tight end side. So you can have the tight end on the left, tight end on the right, and the one receiver um, on the tight end side with the running back. So basically, you have three people on one side. And you can have this play call called, you know, gun, right foot, Texas, wing, halfback right, or correction, correction, gun, right foot, Texas, wing, Rhonda, Y flat, Oregon, H flag. So, what, and I basically just created a play just to see if anyone was interested, but basically of, of how a process or what the process means for this play. And in, in, in any NFL team and any football team, collegiate or high school has different verbs and, and uh, or verbiage, if you will, in different terms, numbers that represent a particular route or particular play and particular protection. You know, gun right flip, Texas wing means it's a the particular formation. You know, where there's outside receivers close to the tight end, the tight end's off the line of scrimmage. Uh, Ronda is protection, but also indicates where the running back's going to be, which the running back's going to be on the right. Ronda is five letters, which means, you know, five-man protection. Um, y flat Oregon means the tight end's going to run a flat route. Oregon just determines other routes are associated with that play. And then halfback flag, which specifically tells the running back to run the flag route. And in doing so, it's very effective against cover two man. And in doing so, the Raiders were a nickel package, four defense linemen, two linebackers, and then um, five DBs were in cover two man. However... This, again, is very effective in the red zone. And the safety is recovering too deep or at least in the end zone so that if they see a post route, any receiver in front of them, they make a tackle or stop the receiver from scoring or don't allow a score, right? It's supposed to prevent a touchdown from happening because typically a lot of receivers do get the ball thrown to them towards the end zone. And a lot of those routes are vertical routes or seam routes or over routes crossing routes this one in particular though 
is a matchup. In any any case, any football is a matchup. You, you're trying to get the best player you have on a particular defensive player that's not as good. So in all three occasions, the Raiders have had a linebacker on a running back, and their linebackers have gotten beat on pass coverage. And all the quarterback has to do is wait in the pocket, look off the safeties, make sure it's man coverage, right, as the quarterback is progressing the read, and then the quarterback throws the flagger out or corner out towards the end zone to where the running back can either catch it or, if it's unfortunate, just be an incomplete pass. You don't want to have a turnover there. But I thought it was hilarious because you see the Packers run this with Matt LaFleur, who, of course, has worked under Kyle Shanahan several points in his career, coaching career-wise. And I thought it was hilarious because I saw the Lions run this last week. And I'm about to play the Lions clip here. Which, by the way, the Lions are in a different formation. They have two receivers on the left, but they're split pretty close together but the running backs on the left side of the quarterback this time while the tight ends out wide and the receiver um, is also in a slot but next to right tackle but I will play this play anyway just because it shows how the Raiders have not adjusted in their coverage because it's got them beat several times so here's another touchdown play the Lions did just by looking at the Raiders weaknesses to this play that 15-yard penalty. <laughs> Stafford, great protection. And drops it in there to McKissick, who will find the end zone. J.D. McKissick, his first touchdown of this season. J.D. McKissick is a running back, or at least a receiving back, for the Detroit Lions. And you know what's funny? The Houston Texans ran this nearly two weeks ago with Duke Johnson which was a third and five, so it was third down. Typically, Duke Johnson has been the Texans' third down running back in third and five, third and ten passing situations. Or sometimes just on third down in general, he's been the receiving back. Or if the Texans are in shotgun and decide to go pass heavy on a drive, he's usually in there. He can also run the ball too, but he's very effective in the passing game as a pass-catching running back. And I kid you not, same formation with Green Bay. Same tight end, off the line of scrimmage. Receiver close to the tight end. You have two receivers. You know, one receiver is uh, like DeAndre Hopkins is closer to left tackle. A receiver is next to Hopkins, but off the line of scrimmage. And of course, the running back, who is of course um, next to Deshaun Watson, the QB. And look, the Raiders are in cover two again. Now, on this particular play, it looks different compared to um, the defense alignment against the Lions and against the Packers. But obviously, you can kind of tell they're trying to show blitz here. But once the play had started, the routes were running, and it just so happened to be in Watson's progression that he noticed, oh, on the right side, they're not blitzing. It's man coverage. Oh, shit. Here's a touchdown right here because I know what's going to happen because Green Bay ran this. So here we go. Watson, Duke Johnson, and he's got it for... Is it a touchdown? It is! Late signal and the flag. Duke Johnson in the end zone. 
That is three straight weeks that the fucking Raiders have allowed this play to score on them. And some people were talking about, oh, we should probably take the Raiders seriously because they're in playoff contention. No! Much like I said the phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If teams are going to continuously run that play in the red zone and the Raiders aren't going to fix that or stop that play, they're going to be fucked to begin with. They're not going to make it to the playoffs. No good team allows it to happen on them twice or even three times in three consecutive weeks. Good teams may allow that once, but then they'll just stop it from happening. They'll know. Or if they're in the same coverage and they see that formation or they see a a formation that's different, but it's basically the same route concepts, they are going to know that play and they're definitely going to either intercept it or adjust to where it's very tight coverage or just not allow that play to even be scored upon. I don't take the Raiders seriously. I do not think they'll even be even close to the playoffs. And I will speak about them more on Wednesday. And also the playoff picture. Uh, So again, I'll preview uh, the games coming up this weekend. I'll review the games that happened this past weekend. Um, And I will then mention about the playoff picture and, and what teams I think have either A, stayed, or at least will continue to progress and will make the playoffs and will win the divisions, and B, uh, what teams won't make it. And I'll definitely say the Raiders won't make it because it's three straight weeks that this shit has happened to them. And I, uh, and the next team they face, I, I, I will guarantee you they'll line up in a different formation or a similar formation, but have the same route concepts. They want to get a matchup on with their running back, who is a great route runner against their weakest linebacker. Linebackers in general, unless they have very fast feed, uh, speed, if you will, sorry, speed, they're typically not great in coverage. They're typically good in zone coverage, but when it comes to man, you don't want that linebacker in man coverage. Unless that linebacker is excellent and fast, or if you already know the offensive tendencies and you expect a running back to be in the flat route, then sure, you'll have a linebacker on the running back. But this is three straight times. So if John Gruden or the defensive staff does not pick this up, it's going to consistently kill him. And that's a habit that they have not fixed or they have allowed. And so I won't, I won't take him seriously. But I feel like with this episode... And I noticed that pattern, it really needed to be published, if you will. Um, I felt like I really wanted to speak about this in particular. And so again, on Friday, I'll release my one take over Matthew Stafford in relationship with Matt Patricia and why he needs to improve or why he needs um, to be maintained, if you will, or how can Matthew Stafford stay on the team, if you will. But nevertheless, I just wanted to play those clips Because it's been three consecutive weeks that the Packers, Texans, Lions, same personnel. Lions ran a different formation, but same route concepts. Texans and Packers ran the same formation. Back-to-back games, and a Raider still allowed this for a score of a a touchdown. It's, It's ridiculous. And I thought it was hilarious. So thank you so much again for listening to this episode. I know this wasn't a YouTube channel or a video because if it was, I would have been able to draw up the play 
and it probably explain it better if y'all are visual learners. But nevertheless, thank you again for listening and have a kick ass fucking day. Until then, I will see y'all on Wednesday or talk to y'all on Wednesday. But nevertheless, I will speak to y'all on Wednesday. Have a good day. Have a good day.